Hi, and welcome to the awakening of Lady Edith. I am Inati Asavele Edith Mbolawa, and this is my little corner of the internet where I share bits and pieces of the experiences of my ever evolving journey through living with depression. This is a transparent space, a safe and healing space where I share my experiences one triumph at a time as a reminder that you are not alone. Hello and welcome back to another episode of The Awakening of Lady Edith. Guys, the love and the support I've been receiving from you is amazing. I'm loving the feedback. So thank you so much for liking, for following and sharing. I really do appreciate it. So today I decided to share with you my origin story, like a get to know me tag, because I feel like I need to start from the beginning in order for some of the things to make sense. I need to take you back and just revisit my childhood. So I was born in October, the year 1991 in a not so small city, Mtata in the Eastern Cape. I was born just a few months after the passing of my dad. I think he passed away in July 1991. So it's like two, three months. The guy never got to see me and I never got to see him. My mom at that time was 33 years old. Um, she was a young widow with five kids and another one on the way. So it was three boys and three girls. And one of my older sister passed, um, passed away when I was seven. So things were kind of tough for mom. She was struggling. So for obvious reasons, I guess I had to go and stay with my grandmother. So I joined my other siblings and cousins and we lived in a three bedroom house, which sometimes would turn into a two bedroom because my grandmother would rent out the other room. It was always a full house. Not only was my grandmother taking care of raising her own grandkids, but there were also other kids from other families who had come to Mtata seeking better education and they needed a place to stay. So my grandmother would always open her home and welcome them. Like we were like this big family. I'm talking 11 plus people in the house. So I grew up in a Christian home. We are Sabbath keepers. My grandmother was a shepherdess, also a widow, and she was super strict, a no-nonsense kind of woman. She believed in hard work, like Sundays for us were spring cleaning days. Um, we did everything. I'm talking gardening, cleaning the yard, scrubbing the walls and floors, cooking, baking, washing blankets, and everything you can think of. She was also a seamstress and would make preschool graduation gowns. So come graduation season, we were always up on our feet. Like busy, busy. When I say we did everything, I am not kidding. We had to learn responsibility at a very young age. We kind of like had to take care of each other. So the older cousins had to take care of the younger ones. I learned how to wash my socks and make a tie in grade two. In 2001, I think 
I was nine turning 10 years. I was, I was doing grade four. I moved to Margate to attend school that side. I joined my other cousins. The eldest one was in grade seven and the other two were also in grade four. Our aunt um, was working in the Eastern Cape and would come home some weekends. So we would stay with helpers who would later take advantage of the situation and my aunt would have to release them from their duties. So we spent most of the year alone. So life kind of like forced us to grow up. We had to make sure that we were up and ready by 6.30 a.m. in the mornings because that's when the transport would fetch us for school. We also wore white tunics, so we had to make sure that they were clean and white. So we basically did everything for ourselves. It was not a great year for me, if I can say so myself. It was tough, really tough. So I was a quiet child. My aunt once told me that my teachers in primary would often complain that I was super quiet. I was an introvert, still am, but an outgoing one now. I never really got into trouble. I was the good girl, even though I hate to admit it, but I was also the golden child and one of Gran's favorite grandkids. My grandmother was super strict, Kum. Making mistakes or doing anything that was off was not an option. The only thing that she expected from me was perfection. And because my mom was really struggling, she would often remind me or tell me that I couldn't afford to mess up. I had to make sure that I passed at school, got a degree, worked, took my mom out of poverty and get married to a pastor. (laughs) So the pressure to meet the standards that were set for me was real. She wasn't comfortable with me playing outside. Boys were just not allowed to talk to me. If she would, she would have kept me in a cocoon. The pressure to be a good girl was not something I only got to experience at home. The neighbors too, they had high expectations. It didn't help that my grandmother would always update them about everything, including my achievements. So the mothers who were my grandmother's friends would constantly remind me of what was expected of me. I loved going to church. Quiet as I was, I was actively involved in church activities. I participated in programs such as Sabbath school, like I did a lot of those growing up. I also joined the youth club, different levels and assumed different leadership roles. And yes, they also saw me as the good girl. Uh, my peers once called me Ellen G. White, the prophetess, Ms. Holy Holumamfondisi. And some of my friendships, to be honest, were kind of awkward because they felt like they couldn't relate with me. Um, I had a conversation with one of the friends from church, I think last year, and she kind of confessed that she didn't know what to say to me. She thought I was just too serious and was scared that I would judge her. I was like, girl, if only you knew. I am just quiet. It's really not that deep. So when it came to school, 
um, and books, I always aimed for distinctions. Well, except in high school, because I was like so desperate to fit in. I was tired of being the golden child, to be honest. So I didn't really put much effort. You hardly saw my name, Gwili Stenoise Makers. I was the learner with a beautiful handwriting on the chalkboard. Like teachers loved me and were super strict. Yo. <laughs> I'm just thinking about my high school class teacher. He was also my math teacher. That guy didn't give me a break. Now that I think about it, he I think he saw great potential and was willing to go out of his way to protect it. He didn't want me to follow the crowd. He wanted me to be comfortable with standing out and being different. I remember this one time I was in matric. I tried out epons for the first time. It was my friends and it was after school. So we are in the toilets pampering ourselves, lip gloss, shining galore and clean shoes. My class teacher saw us walking out. Did this guy not call me? Like just me. Like he gave me a good lecture and told me to go wash my face like guys ponds has a matte finish i had no moisturizer or vaseline in my bag now you can imagine how matte i was that day <laughs> he was not the only teacher who was strict one small anyana mistake nje they made sure that i never repeated so everywhere i went people had these high expectations my peers would often be compared to me which really sucked and people's opinions of who they thought i was like asavela doesn't do this or asavela is this you should learn from her i always felt like i needed to live up to people's expectations and be what they wanted me to be and i ended up being a people pleaser